Hi, everybody. Stefan Molyneux from Freedom Man. Hope you're doing well. So, Twitter thoughts. What's been going on in the Tweetyverse? Well, the Iraqi parliament has voted to expel the U.S. from Iraq. On January 5th, that's today, the Iraqi parliament passed a resolution demanding the government put an end to the U.S. military presence in the country. This includes the need to cancel a request for assistance from the U.S., to ensure state monopoly on weapons, and to work on ending the presence of all foreign troops in Iraq. It also calls to close Iraqi airspace for the U.S.-led coalition and investigate the January 3rd attack. However, the implementation of the resolution by the government is still in question. Therefore, it should not be expected that Iraq will be able to get rid of the foreign forces any time soon. So, of course, the entire point of the invasion was to liberate the Iraqi people from that grim dictator Saddam Hussein, who was a grim dictator, no doubt, but to give them democracy, right? You remember they, they had to dip their fingers in ink to vote to show that they'd voted, and boy, just the will of the people and democracy was the whole point. Now, that the will of the people and the vote of the parliament has manifested in ending U.S. military presence in the country, I wonder how that democracy that so many hundreds of thousands of people were slaughtered to implement, I wonder how the will of that democracy will be respected. Because as you know, democracy is a smokescreen for the will of the rulers, right? So if the rulers control, to a large degree, the media, almost exclusively the educational system, there's a lot of control in Hollywood and and other forms of media, and so a propagandized population, if it votes in accordance with the will of the ruler, then boy, you know, it's, hey, it's democracy, man. You just got to follow the will of the people. The will of the people is sovereign. But you see, if you vote against the will of the ruling elites, why then, you see, you've been colluding with Russia. You've been propagandized by bad people on social media. You've been radicalized. You just don't know. You're racist. You just don't know what's good for you. So you vote with the rulers. Democracy validates everything they want. If you vote against the rulers, well, they will thwart your will at every way, shape, and turn that they can. So hundreds of thousands of people were killed trillions of dollars burned to the ground in order to implement democracy. Let's find out how much democracy is respected when it votes against the will of the rulers. So, recently a young man told Joe Biden that the cost of his own father's insurance had doubled under Obamacare, and he asked if Joe Biden was lying when he promised costs would go down, or if Joe Biden didn't understand Obamacare when he supported it as vice president. And, you know, I... I, I really, I, I guess I've, I've managed to retain this sweet naivety of an, a child. But the fact that people can say this kind of stuff and get away with it still astonishes me. You know, I, I get taken out of context all the time. And I get, you know, I mean, like I, I said once, uh, I don't believe humanity to be a single species. And I was talking about the predator-prey relationship between criminals and their victims and you know, it's been recast, like, I think the different races are different species. Anyway, it's, it's all, right, so even if you say things reasonably, you get constantly misinterpreted and lied about. But this guy, Joe Biden, he said, no one understood Obamacare. No one understood it. But he supported it and voted for it and advocated for it. So then when he said, no one understood Obamacare, well, of course, this is the truth, right? It's an old Bismarck saying that there's two things you don't want to see getting made, sausages and laws. Because you get these bills, 2,500 pages, you have one night, and then you got to vote on them. Nobody has a clue, 
what's going on. It's a sham process to drive through the economic pillaging of the middle class by the rich and the poor. That's what democracy is for. That's what voting is for. That's what a parliament is for. That is what Congress is for in general. It's a way of special interest groups ramming through preferential legislation for those who sponsor them and then driving it through the, quote, legitimizing smokescreen of Congress so that it becomes law. Because, you know, if you're, you know, it's the old saying, if, if you want to get rich, you don't rob a bank, you, you own a bank, right? Especially a central bank. And so going to steal from people like one-on-one it's really risky. You know, they mean, there might be arms. There might be a dog in the house. They, they might know Kung Fu, they, right? I mean, it, it's really risky to go up and, and, and steal from people directly. There's a lot of potential for you to get hurt. So if you're smart, then what you do is you go through the government. You have the government steal on your behalf and deliver it to you. Uh, and, and that way, it's, it's a whole lot safer, right? Government in general, uh, free evil. That should be the motto uh, on everything the government does. So, yeah, of course, nobody understood Obamacare. And they just lied about it because it was a way of offering free stuff to people, right? It's what the government does, particularly on the left. They offer, I mean, the right often offers free stuff to the rich. The left often offers free stuff to the poor, which is why it's a general pillaging of the middle class, which is why America's being hollowed hold, out from the middle and being turned into a rich-poor dichotomy, southern American kind of country. But, um, yeah, of course, of course nobody understood it. But what was happening, of course, was... People weren't buying healthcare because it got so ridiculously expensive and because healthcare providers, insurance providers, could not offer you, they could not deny you insurance if you had a pre-existing condition, right? And so people were saying, oh, well, wait, if the healthcare insurance provider can't deny me insurance if I have a pre-existing condition, well, I'll just wait till I get sick and then I will apply for healthcare, right? Which is, of course ridiculous and disastrous and can't possibly be sustained. So because of that, you had to force everyone to buy uh, healthcare insurance, and uh, it was a complete mess, right? So of course, and nobody understood it, right? So yeah, there's Biden saying, yeah, I uh, America took over, what was it, about a fifth uh, or so of, of the um, economy through taking over healthcare, and they lied about it. premiums are going to go down. You can keep your doctor. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. You couldn't, right? So it's all just a bunch of lies so that the Democrats in particular can hand out more free stuff uh, to people to, to buy their votes, right? It's all, you bribe a politician, it's illegal. Politician bribes you, it's democracy. So it's been amazing that people can get away with this kind of stuff. Uh, people have died as the result of Obamacare. I mean, many, many people. So... There's something interesting as well. Uh, I've been a victim of this. So leftists often attack people they dislike, people who oppose the expansion of state power that the leftists love. And they will attack people with this radicalizing cult language. You're a cult leader. uh, you, You radicalize people and so on. And... I mean, you've heard of this phrase, you know, have you drunk the Kool Aid? That's a reference to the mass suicide of Jim Jones' doomsday cult. And. I remember when I first heard about this, because you think he's just some, you know, completely fringe lunatic figure, but it's really not the case. You know, Jimmy Carter, his wife, Rosalind Carter, was really keen on Jim Jones. Willie Brown, Walter Mondale, a whole bunch of uh, high-level, high-ranking Democrats were big supporters of Jim Jones. He was not a fringe figure. He was central to the establishment uh, or or to the Democrat establishment at the time. So uh, I'll put the links to this below, 
but um, you know, you probably also heard him referred to as a, as a fundamentalist Christian and so on. So this is from National Review. It's a Jim Jones borrowing a concept from Huey Newton called the mass murder of more than 900 members of the People's Temple in Guyana 40 years ago, revolutionary suicide, right? So the, the moment something has the word peoples in it, you know it's lefty commie, right? His indoctrinated followers regarded their nihilistic coda as a, a political act. One of the willing suicide cases announced on the death tape, no other way I would rather go than to give my life for socialism, communism, and I thank Dad very, very much. But the first draft of history depicted the political fanatics as Christian fanatics, despite the group's explicit atheism and distribution of Bibles in Jonestown for bathroom use. The words fundamentalist Christianity were used in a, inevitably, New York Times article to describe Jones's preaching. The Associated Press called the dead religious zealots. Specials on CBS and NBC at the time neglected to mention the Marxism that animated People's Temple. Beyond the ideology that inspired People's Temple's demise, the media whitewashed the politicians who aided and abetted them. Learning that San Francisco Mayor George Moscone appointed Jim Jones to the city's Housing Authority Commission, a body of which he quickly became chairman, piqued my curiosity, which led to my writing Cult City, Jim Jones, Harvey Milk, and Ten Days That Shook San Francisco. This revelation, particularly shocking in light of the fate of his tenants in Jonestown, led me to come across this. Willie Brown, who would become the Speaker of the California State Assembly and then Mayor of San Francisco, compared Jim Jones to Martin Luther King and Mahatma Gandhi. Harvey Milk described Jonestown as, quote, a beautiful retirement community, helping to, quote, alleviating the world food crisis. Sick. California Lieutenant Governor Mervyn Dimoli actually made a pilgrimage to Jonestown that led to a gushing reaction typical of ideological tourists. The politically inspired delusions of San Francisco Democrats proved contagious. Jimmy Carter's running mate, Walter Mondale, met with Jim Jones in San Francisco in 1976. Carter's wife, Rosalind, found Jim Jones so impressive that she campaigned with him, ate with him, allowed him to introduce her during a campaign speech, telephoned him, and put him in touch with her sister-in-law, Ruth Carter Stapleton. Friends in high places suppressed investigations in the United States, misled officials in Guyana into dismissing allegations against the lunatic in their midst and biased State Department hands into siding with Jones in his fight with outraged relatives of the captives in its concentration camp. We have a memory, a faint one, of Democrats lecturing Republicans about their tone not so long ago, something about Sarah Palin and metaphorical crosshairs. National Review notes in the editorial that set off Paul Kane. unfortunately, we've forgotten about that time, the Democrat Party made a hero out of one of history's greatest, uh, great villains. And you can find the, the People's Temple adherents singing the Soviet uh, anthem and so on. So this idea, while well, you're being radicalized and, and there's a cult and this is a terrible thing. Well, they haven't addressed this particular history. I tell you what, you try and get intimate one-on-one -on -one meetings with the wife of the president. <laughs> you know, just call up, hey, Melania. <laughs> feel like getting lunch good luck good luck with that but you see if you're jim jones i mean you can do all of that i mean he wasn't president at the time but uh you know if if things hadn't gone sour then jim jones could have had access to the wife of the president of the united states isn't that absolutely astounding they don't deal with this you don't hear about it so Marxists and communists run a cult that get hundreds of people killed 
And who's to blame? Well, Christians, of course. 